Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast, brought to you by Advisorpedia. In this series, we interview innovators from across the financial services industry to help you understand who they are, what they do, and why that matters to you and your clients. And now, please join our special guest host, Michael Skaplin. Hi, good afternoon, and welcome to the Axos Clearing Educational Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Skaplin, head of business development for Axos Clearing, the clearing division of Axos Financial. Uh, Axos Clearing is a global clearing and custodial firm, clearing equities, options, fixed income, foreign and local settlements for regional broker-dealers, FINRA broker-dealers in the United States, uh, as well as some offshore entities. Today, we're going to be discussing regulatory reporting, one of the best in the business. If you've been at a conference or a trade show in the last decade, You've likely seen them at a podium or in a panel discussing the finer points of regulatory reporting. More recently, those topics have lent themselves to the recent SEC proposals and CAT reporting. I'd like to welcome Mark Davies, the CEO of S3 to the podcast. Welcome, Mark. Thank you, Michael. Oh, Mark, great. For, for the last 21 years, S3 has provided a suite of compliance and regulatory reporting trade analytical software to financial services firms which is a tremendous feat in this day and age, because over the last 20 years, we've seen things like dot-coms and Too Big to Fail and Flash Boys, uh, as well as the recent crypto crisis. Um, So before we get into S3 and dive into the product offering, let's meet Mark Davies. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into the financial services industry. Sounds good, Michael. So uh, back in 2002, when um, the economy was a little slow for those of us from a software background, four of us, me and three other guys, were just trying to make a living. And so we decided that we would start a company, ended up uh, just doing consulting to start off with, and got into telecom consulting. We built out a tool in that practice that allowed us to compare uh, internal telephone records to phone bills. It was a successful product, you know, got one or two clients. And an article was actually written about us in the Austin newspaper, the Austin American Statesman. This was 2004. They didn't have a lot of news going on. It was a pretty slow news period from a business perspective. So they wrote about us. And the very last line of the article said, this same technology, referring to the large-scale matching technology, could apply to other large data sets, whether it's voter registration or stock trades on the New York Stock Exchange. And through an incredibly serendipitous event, the head trader at a Texas-based brokerage firm happened to read that article and gave us a call and said, hey, we have this regulation that has recently come out and we're looking for some assistance. And it was the predecessor to 605 and 606. Naturally, as four people just trying to make a living, the answer was, of course, we can help you with that. So we learned how to do it. We figured out what the rules were, ended up hiring some people from uh, what had formerly been CyberTrader, and they, they really knew the industry, and they helped us understand the industry and really get into, uh, into what we're doing now. Over the next four years, uh, of those four founders, a couple of them um, a couple of them didn't really have an interest in continuing the business, so uh, they went their own ways. And then in 2011, uh, my partner and I decided to spin off the telecom, and so he took the telecom business, and I maintained the financial services, and and that's how we got to where we are today. And that was the very start of S3. Was that S3 at the time or what was the uh, what, what flag were you flying at that point? Uh, that was S3 from, uh, I want to say, 
late 2003 or maybe it was early 2004. Before that, we did have a couple of other monikers that no one will have heard of, which were do tell and process direction. But S3 has really been the name since 2004. That's excellent. That's a, that's a good start. And is it, so as you leaned into financial services, did you have any idea what you were going to be leaning into with the regulatory side or are you just starting with the matching? Well, it really started on the 606 and 605 reporting. And so the regulatory aspect was always there, uh, really understanding the, the interaction between internal records and the market data is where we discovered our forte. So by, by really looking at how that worked together, it allowed us to build first the initial, I feel like it was 605 was the initial reports, and that naturally led itself to best execution, which in turn allowed us to really understand the market data and put us in a position to understand client data extremely well, large data sets, and be able to expand into the various offerings we have today. And, and so as we move into this discussion on S3, who, who's your target audience? Are you going after broker-dealers, routing firms, uh, market centers? What's your, what's your customer base look like? Honestly, it goes all the way, you know, all the way in both directions. We have several exchanges. Uh, we have many of the largest banks in the world. We have many of the retail brokerages. We have a number of wholesalers, really anyone that's involved in the, in the transaction of equities, options, fixed income, um, those are our, those are really our client base. Any, you know, any of the, any of the people who clear with access, they would be a perfect client for S3. Right. And, and we are utilizing S3 in, in various capacities and, and more on a global side to, to some of our clients, but yeah, that, that's right. And that's why we're, we're having this educational discussion to kind of let our clients know and let other broker dealers and other firms out there know uh, of some of the technology that's out there, such as, such as S3. So, uh, you'll hear us say clearing evolved, and we're always talking about evolving the market, the evolution. So it's about what we've seen the market start off at and where we see it going. And what we're trying to do with our clients and our, and our broker dealers is, is build this future state and let them know the technology that's out there. Uh, so we're always looking for partner firms, technology, who's doing it better, who's doing it bigger, uh, and, and what can help our clients grow as we build into this future and next generation state. So as you're watching the market in your 20 plus years, what are you thinking about on the evolution of the market? Where do you see the most significant challenges coming for your client base? Over our lifetime, we've really seen the market evolve from a, a pretty manual process through to the extremely high levels of automation that exist today. Uh, market data has gone from a few gigs to multiple terabytes and just these, you know, massive data loads. Really, you know, once we established ourselves as a vendor that people trusted, uh, we, we got questions from clients about building and expanding and, and providing further offerings. And that's how we got into TCA uh, for equities and, and fixed income. That's how we got into cat reporting and trade surveillance. And it's really allowed us to evolve into a uh, regulatory and reporting firm that that many in the industry trust. Um, as for trends and challenges, I think, I think we all can agree that uh, what I've heard referred to as the SEC's four pillars are everybody's upcoming challenge. You know, we've, we've been built by adapting to challenges. 
Um, we've embraced this, this expansion in the market data, like I said, and with new regulations like CAT, when they come up, we've, we've been prepared to build those out. Uh, new regulations are an area that, you know, as a, as a vendor, I'm thinking, uh, you know, it's going to provide us opportunity to grow and really give our clients and our prospects more information and really, you know, a better market overall. And, and for those who are listening out there that aren't familiar with the four pillars, can you give a quick uh, and highlighted uh, perspective of what those four pillars are? Sure. So the, the four pillars are really the new, on December 14th, the SEC announced a regulation, which the industry had been expecting for about a year and a half since the meme stock craze. The, effectively, what the SEC is doing is they're putting in, or they have proposed four new regulations uh, one is the Regulation 605, which is a reporting regulation. The next is Regulation Best Execution, which is basically a um, requirement that broker-dealers ensure that their clients are getting best execution. And of course, it goes into a lot of detail. Altogether, there were 667 pages of data here. Uh, the next one that we hear about and that's in play is what is basically being called the auction rule. It's the order competition rule that the SEC is requiring retail orders to go to a special auction in certain circumstances. And lastly is what is sort of being called Reg NMS 2.0 or the tick size rule where the SEC is reducing the number, reducing the size of ticks for certain tick constrained stocks. And as a, as a broker dealer, what if I'm, not paying attention and not reading this stuff. What's what's the implication here? Do is this something that a broker dealer or some of your clients have to go out and get a, a third party system such as yourself, or is this something these guys can do by themselves? So, of the four pillars, that I, I think we should discuss sort of the probability on the four pillars, which is that the uh, I sort of put them into two categories. Look, six hundred five is likely to happen. It has had very little opposition in the industry. Uh, it will represent, it's actually something that the industry has been pushing for for a long time. Um, it will be difficult, I suppose, to for, for some firms to handle on their own, but you know, S3 uh, and, and other vendors through partnerships like the one we have with Axos, uh, smaller firms should be easily able to get access to that, to those solutions. Uh, the other three are a little more contentious. Regulation best execution is a high-level rule that will require a lot of um, regular and rigorous review. It's it's not really well defined, and I think we we're going to have to go back to the SEC a lot to really understand that. Uh, although there is, you know, particularly for Axos's uh, client base, there is a an exemption in there that may allow them to have a lower level of rigor because Axos themselves will handle that. Um, the auction rule has been largely uh, argued by the industry. It's, it's not, you know, it may have been expected that some participants would like it, but by and large, uh, the industry is opposed to the way the SEC has, has proposed this. Uh, I expect we'll see lawsuits on that if that goes to final rule. Uh, and lastly, the tick size the tick size rule is something where there will probably not be much, um, much to do from the smaller broker's perspective. You'll be you'll be able to trade in smaller increments, but but that will be handled largely by OMS vendors and such. 
uh, that will really largely be handled by the wholesalers and the exchanges. Very good. So it sounds like everybody needs to just pay attention and see what the final version of some of these uh, these rule sets are going to be, because it sounds like they're still in flight. People are still fighting them. People are still trying to figure it out and find their footing. Uh, so I guess it's important for them to leverage a third party such as yourself, who's knee deep in all of that uh, and digging through that 600 plus page document that some of these guys are probably never going to pick up. Yeah, I spent my entire uh, Christmas holidays uh, with my, I actually posted on LinkedIn with my feet on my, on my fireplace, reading the, reading the regulations. And so uh, this is what I enjoy. This is what I do. So, you know, we're, we're, we're excited to uh, help others with this as well. That's a fascinating table side read, I'm sure. Um, so when we're, you know, we're talking about all the pillars and we're talking about what you guys are doing and, and what you're building out there. So uh, we know that you're a leader. S3 is considered a leader in, uh, in 606 reporting. Uh, it's something it's, it sounds like you guys were, were, is in your DNA and in your roots when you started. Um, what else is something that, uh, that our listeners should know that S3 does very well? What else are you guys uh, uh, working on? Well, so recently our, our CAT solution got awarded a couple of awards. We were awarded the best of industry solutions by Staney and also the most innovative reporting initiative for CAT by A-Team earlier this year. Uh, our CAT solution is really a very, is we sort of become a leader in that because it's a high touch solution. We don't just give you the files and let you submit them on your own. We handle them with you. We work with FINRA. We make sure they're submitted. We verify any counterparties. We deal with FINRA to get it all correct. So as little as possible, uh, you, as little as possible, you don't have to go to counterparties or deal with it. We handle that for you. And, and in fact, uh, S3 does have a, relationship with Axos such that any Axos clients can work via work with us via Axos for submission of their CAT to the CAT reporting portal, and we'll handle all of that for them. That's fantastic. That's what we like to hear, making sure our, our broker dealers are taken care of, because again, a lot of them are not reading the finer points, and we, we'd like them to, and we steer them into them, but it's, it's great that we have this relationship uh, so that we can make sure that they're supported and they're protected uh, from the rules that, that they might not even know are coming. Um, so as you're, as you're building these solutions out, are you guys more out of the box or are you sitting down with clients to work with them and, and are you still creating customizable solutions? So we focus on satisfaction. That's not just, you know, for our employees, our customers across the board, satisfaction is what we, is what we care about. So uh, our smallest clients, even our smallest clients get a very high level, uh, a very uh, customized experience. Our tool has been built over decades to really solve the problems of the industry. And our client experience team will, can work with, like I said, even our smallest clients to set up their favorites, to set up uh, reports that they get on a daily basis, coach them through how to get the answers they need. Now, as you know, we certainly are building out new tools. We, we recently uh, worked with a couple of broker dealers who had some needs, uh, built out a solution that addressed the OTC marketplace. Uh, basically, OTC equities have a, they, they trade differently from the NMS, uh, which is the national market system equities. And so with a couple of clients, we built out this OTC solution. So we do, we are continuously using the feedback of our clients to build out our solutions and make sure that our clients are successful. So the, uh, the, the customizable solution of today becomes the uh, out-of-the-box uh, solution of tomorrow. It sounds like you're, you're building and building and, and just widening the offering. 
That, that's exactly right. And and one of the one of the great things about working with S3 in particular is with such a broad client base, we get feedback from you know bulge bracket banks, the top retail firms, the top wholesalers and exchanges. And we build out our solutions and any, you know, any of our clients then have access to our full suite of capabilities so that, you know, they may not be able to build, a, you know, full comprehensive suite for 606 or 605 or surveillance or CAT. But because we've spent the time and the money to build that out, working with these big banks, all of that applies to everybody. And what's what's on the agenda for S3? What's next? I mean, we've seen what you've done in, in the first 20 years uh, of building this regulatory, uh, you know, mainstream product. What's what's the next twenty years look like for S three? What's your what's your next evolution of the firm? Well, we finally decided that it's time to look outside the borders, and so we're we're starting to build out our global TCA and international transaction reporting offering. We're looking at uh, surveillance and TCA overseas, and in fact, I will be in Paris next week. Uh, at the Trade Tech Conference, uh, showcasing our international solutions. And and that was going to be my next question. What's next for Mark Davies? I, I know that you're a road warrior. Uh, I see you at the, the STA events and uh, STA Chicago, STA New York, which we just had uh, on, on most of those panels and, and talking about uh, and, and, and creating a podium for the regulatory events. What, what other events are you heading to next where people can see you at? Well, like I said, I'll be at Trade Tech next week. The following week, I'll be at the Options Industry Conference in Nashville. Uh, we'll be at Carolina STA in Charleston. Uh, you'll see us at um, at Staney, the, the Security Traders Association of New York. We'll be, have a golf tournament, and uh, I'll be there, and so will, so will a number of the S3 teams. We'll, we'll be any STA event you'll see us at in the next few months. Very good. I look forward to seeing you at those. I'm, uh, you know, uh, Mark and I are both members of the STA in New York, Staney. Uh, it's a great location to find some of the information about the, the latest regulatory findings, the regulatory reportings, and, and various topics. Uh, so we certainly invite you to check out the STA uh, New York uh, edition out here. Uh, I want to thank you for your time, uh, Mark. Thank you very much for, for diving into uh, some of, uh, you know, a light touch of what S3 does. Um, Hopefully we can get you some, some web traffic here. People will take a look at your website, learn a little bit more, reach out to you. Um, remember to check out Axos Clearing at axosclearing.com. And for more information on S3, where can they find you, Mark? Just go to S3.com, the letter S, the number three.com. Thank you very much, Michael. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you guys very much for another series in the Axos Educational Podcast Series. Thank you very much. Look forward to, uh, to working with you soon. Have a great day. This has been a special guest edition of the Power Your Advice podcast. Please visit us at advisorpedia.com and follow us for timely updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook with the handle at Advisorpedia. For everyone at Advisorpedia, our producer Julia Smolin and the Power Your Advice podcast team, we thank you for listening.